Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi everyone, how are you? This is Nina B. Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News. And we are back with a brand new episode. Thank you guys so much for showing up. Thank you for being here. You guys are the best. Please consider rating and reviewing this podcast as well. I would appreciate it so much because that is how we can keep growing in 2024. Also, please consider sharing this episode with a friend. Please consider, especially if you have a friend who is a mother or if you have a friend who's a father, or if you are a mother or a father, this episode is going to be for you. This episode today is all about parenting. So please consider sharing this episode with a friend. Thank you again so much. I am thrilled that February is here. The sun has actually decided to come out here in Connecticut finally. January was a long, boring, dreary month. So now that February, as the calendar is flipped to February, we are all feeling a little bit better And when the sun came out in February, it instantly lifts everyone's mood. So I'm so grateful that February has arrived. We are in the thick of ice hockey season for both our kids, Charlie and Blaine, which keeps us very busy and literally keeps us driving all over the place to rinks all over. But there's no place we'd rather be. We love spending time with our kids as they play their team sports, because before we know it, they will be grown and flown and we're going to be sad when that happens. So this is the season that we are in right now, and we are embracing every minute of it. Speaking of family, today's episode is brought to you by one of my favorite family-owned businesses and family-run businesses, Mary Ruth's Organics. Mary Ruth herself is an important resource for all of us when it comes to our overall health and wellness. This is the only brand of vitamins and supplements that we use in our house, so please be sure to check out all their products for the entire family They have so many great options for your family to help boost your immunity and stay healthy. Charlie and Blaine take these vitamins every day. If you go to maryroosorganics.com and use my promo code goodnews, again, that's maryroosorganics.com and use my promo code goodnews, you will save money at checkout. All that information, by the way, will be in the show notes below this episode. But obviously, saving money at checkout is always good news because we love to save money right now. So on to today's episode. We're at episode 113. Today, as I mentioned, we're going to take a deep dive into motherhood in 2024. Of course, it looks very different for every single mom, but we can all probably agree that being a mom in 2024 is certainly a wild ride. Some days it can feel like a roller coaster. There are ups and there are downs. The journey is always changing, and it also can be very humbling. One woman who focuses on all the mothering things has made it her mission to help other moms, and she has made it her job to tackle the modern parenting challenges that we all face every single day. Tara Clark has grown an incredible community known as Modern Mom Probs. Of course, that's short for Modern Mom Problems. Tara is one of my favorite follows on social media. She is an author. She's a content creator, a fellow podcaster. Hello, shout out to our fellow podcasters out there. She's a parenting expert. And of course, she's also a mother. We also talked today about how she started her account with no followers and how she has grown it into the wildly popular and successful presence that she has now. Tara has great advice, and I can't wait for all of you to hear all of her takeaways today. Here is my recent conversation with the founder of Modern Mom Probs, Tara Clark from New Jersey. 
And Tara Clark joins me now from New Jersey. Hi, Tara. How are you? Thanks for being here. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on because I love following you and I know you have such a huge community. So there's so much for all of us to dive into. First of all, I just love that we have the same last name, but you're Clark with no E and I'm Clark with an E. So we're not related. Just want to get that out of the way, but um, we're not related. We just, um, you know, we're, we're sisters on Instagram, but not, not in real life. So exactly. And people yeah. often think that I have an E, but I always have to tell them, nope, we're not fancy. That's actually yeah. the difference. Oh, I know. I'm so fancy. Clark I can tell my e husband. And Clark without an E is that the E is the fancy version. So okay. Well, I can't wait to tell my husband. He's going to like hearing that we're, that we're fancy. So Tara, tell us all about Modern Mom Probs, which I'm assuming is short for Modern Mom Problems, but tell us about it. So uh, I'll go all the way to my background. So before my son was born, I worked at Nickelodeon in New York City and I worked in the social media department. I worked in the, it was um, at that point, it was under digital marketing. And this was actually before Instagram. So this was mostly like Facebook and um, Twitter at the time. And I was actually Dora the Explorer on Facebook. And my mom used to run around and like tell everybody that like my daughter started the Explorer. And I was like on Facebook, mommy on Facebook, like not actually. Um, so then my son was born and I decided to stay home with him full time. And when he was about three years old, there was a shiny new website called Canva that was just coming out. And Instagram obviously was on, on the rise at that point. And I was like, you know what would be fun if I could use this as a creative outlet, as a way to sort of connect with other moms. And I was living in New York City at the time, and it was very lonely. Despite like being such a large city, you'd think that you'd have friends all over the place. And it actually was just the opposite. And so I said to my friends and family, it was February of 2016. I said, I'm going to start an Instagram account about parenting and I'm going to like make it a thing. And they're like, that's not even a thing right now. Like no one's even doing that. I was like, no, 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 it's going to be a thing. It's going to trust me on this. And they're like, okay, yeah, have fun with that. And so, um, so I did. So I started an account and it was actually called NYC mom probs. And so I was talking about unique things that parents have to deal with living in a city, in an urban area, whether it's like taking the subway or expensive private preschools, all the different nonsense, you know, people not holding the door. How about riding in a cab with a baby? Also that. For that? Yeah. Definitely, definitely yeah. that. So that was, I actually do talk about that. So that was yeah. a big thing. And so my account was small at that point. And then the end of 2016, we moved out of the city into the suburbs of New Jersey. And I had this existential crisis where I was like, oh, I'm no longer an NYC mom with NYC mom problems. I am, gosh, what am I? And so I remember it was April of 2017. One of my other good friends, she has an account. It's called Mommy Wine Time. She and I were like DMing back and forth and we're like, what should we change it to? I, I got to change it. I need a new adjective. And she and I were like bouncing adjectives off each other. And I said, how about modern? And she's like, oh, I like it. And I was like, next day, it was like, I flicked a light switch and I changed the account to Modern Mom Probs. And the account just took off from there because people were like, yes, I have Modern Mom Problems whether they were in Kansas City or Los Angeles or Boston, everyone's like, yeah, I relate to that. And so that's how it was born. And the account really evolved from 2017 to where we are now, because when I started it, it was much more like humorous. And we were talking about like funny, silly, like first world problems. That's sort of what it was based off of was first world problems. And then as it evolved, we started talking about 
true modern mom problems, maternal mental health, the mental load of motherhood, infertility, miscarriage, all of the things that happen to us as modern moms. And and obviously it's recognizing that every mother is going through their own journey, but there's so much similarity between our journeys. And if something didn't happen to me or did happen to you, at least we can come together to support each other and and be together on this journey. I love that you took the leap and left Nickelodeon and started this amazing community. I'm sure that's love hearing the backstory because it obviously took a lot of guts. And I love how fearless you are that you just went for it, even when some of your friends and family were like, yeah, whatever, good luck. That's exactly so, um, what they were yeah, like. And you know, you I have to it. say too, is like, so when, my, when I started it, my son was three and there's so much content that comes out of having a toddler between, you know, the potty training and the naps and the tantrums and all of those things. It was just like chock full of good material. And that changes over time because now my son is 11 and you know, we're in a very different place, middle oh, yeah. school from toddler yeah. years. So tell me, what would you say right now? Because you're so close with your community. I love that about you. You're so in touch with them. They trust you. You trust them. You have such a great relationship with your community. What would you say are the biggest problems that modern moms in your community are having right now? I love that you asked that question because I often ask that question to my podcast guests when they come on. I just started it recently and I love hearing everyone's perspectives. But as far as the the online community, I hear so many times, time and time again, is social media comparison is a huge thing. You know, here we are innocently grabbing our phones to just scroll for fun for a few minutes. And then you find yourself sucked into this rabbit hole where you're starting to feel less than she is prettier. She's thinner. Her kitchen is whiter. Her, you know, her husband does this for a living. She herself does this for a living. And you're like, gosh, you know, people are like, oh, I make this and he makes that. And, and then you start to just question your own existence when you're like, I just wanted to take five minutes for myself and scroll my phone. And then next thing you know, you're like questioning everything, all of your life choices. Um, So that's a big thing that I hear from moms time and time again. Um, Another one, obviously, is the lack of an in-person village. That Mm -hmm. is something that has changed over, you know, the past few generations. And it's challenging for modern moms to try to build up their community, in-person community. And that's why they look to things like Instagram, uh, Facebook groups, TikTok, all of those things to get the resources and camaraderie that they used to generations ago used to get in person. I know it's too bad because I do hear that too from some of my mom friends too. Do you ever do meetups, Tara, to help with that kind of stuff? Yes, we did a meetup back in July and that was my first in-person one. And I had been wanting to do one for a while. And for some reason, like I just, I hadn't, but I think that is definitely something that's going to be coming up more often. Okay. Well, if you do one, will you let me know? Cause I might make the trip from Connecticut <laughs> and bring some of my mom friends with me. And I Please also do. have some mom friends in New Jersey that might want to um, join us. So that would be super fun. So t- tell me when, when you, when you talk to people out there as entrepreneurs, small businesses, you know, someone that has an idea for something, whether it's a podcast, a blog, an Instagram account, a book, 
because you've written a book, Mm -hmm. um, a a YouTube channel, a business, a product, you know, whatever it might be. I'm sure people always come to you and they're like, I have this idea, Tara. Like, what do you think? What do you think? What's usually your first piece of advice for people that have an idea for something? My first piece of advice is go for it if you can. If you're in the position to really go for it, just do it. Like I said, when my friends and family said, really an Instagram account about parenting. They were probably like, what is Instagram? Well, that's part of what it was too, right? Is that people were like, yeah, but like Instagram, you're just like taking pictures of lattes and sandwiches, you know, everyone just using the cool filters back then in 2016. And so it was on the very early side of, you know, making parenting content for it. Um, So just, just do it, just go for it. Right. I'll give another example too. 20 years ago, when I came out of college and I had my first job, I had the idea of a rental clothing company Mm. because I didn't have a lot of money when I came out of school. And I thought, you know, when you're having a nine to five job, you have to like match this blouse with those slacks and then that cardigan with that skirt each day, every day for five days a week and, you know, times, you know, every single day. And so I remember one time I was at a business lunch with my friends. But at this point, keep in mind, they were they were my my work friends, but they were like 15, 20 years my senior. And so I was like, you know what would be a great idea if there was a company where you could rent your work clothes and then send them back when you're done and then get new ones. And everyone like laughed at me. They were like, what? No way. Like that would never work. People like buy their clothes and they own their clothes. And I was like, okay, yeah, fine. Then I like, you know, went back to eating my salad and uh and then, you know, companies like Rent the Runway came out oh, and yeah. other companies. Fix. Out. Yeah, they're yeah, everywhere. All of those things came out. But I have one of my own called Modern Mom Style Box. And what's wild is that, you know, when I was approached to do the style box, I like ran at the opportunity and I was like, yes, absolutely. I want to do that because that was something that I wanted to do 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. Oh my so God. my point is, yes. is that don't ever really give up on your dreams. You may have to like sit on them for a while because maybe it's not the right timing, but don't abandon them altogether. Right. What a cool full circle moment for you. I love that. That's so Mm -hmm. awesome. And good for you for doing it, even though it took 20 years. Exactly. Sometimes things take time, but it's worth it. Well, so I know that we talked a little bit about social media earlier when you were talking about, you know, that's one of the problems that all of us as moms are encountering right now. But let's take a deeper dive into social media right now. Just as far as like, you know, you influencing on social media and having a big account and having a big presence on social media. What are your tips about, you know, breaking through if someone does want to start a social media account or even if they're they've already started one and they're just, you know, they're feeling stuck or whatever it might be like from someone like you who's had success? Why are you resonating with people like what what's the secret there? Well, I always like to say that I'm not an influencer because I, I can't even influence my own family to do things. So why would other people want to listen to me? I don't know. But um, at the heart of everything is community. It is finding the right your community, creating your community. That's what I did right from the very beginning. And I continue to do it. Find your friends who are maybe other content creators where you could sit and bounce ideas off each other or just vent because sometimes you just simply need to vent. Like I said, find your community, create your community. And that's that's been my entire key to success. I've always said this and my whole account and mission is predicated on it is that the tide raises all ships. Mm-hmm. And so when we're all working together and 
I'm a cheerleader for this one and I'm hyping up that one, then you know what? We're all rising. It, nothing makes me happier than building up other people than celebrating other people. Now, sometimes maybe I do it to my own, like, you know, like I don't hype myself up enough because I'm always hyping up other people, but you know what? It fills me with so much joy. So it's like, well, why wouldn't you want to do that? I feel like that too, around here in Connecticut, we have, I have such a great group of content creators and we all help each other so much and we bounce ideas off each other and we're just always celebrating each other. And um, it just helps too, because I'm the old, I'm of our, my group, I'm the oldest at 51. And so I feel like, you know, some of the things I struggle with might be technology, you know, advancements Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, might be coming. And then some of the things they might be struggling with, I actually have some wisdom and some years, years of experience under my belt. So we sort of all help each other, which I think is so important. So I love that you're doing that too. But one of the things that we struggle with, and I'm sure you as a mom can relate to this is like we're on our phone so much, you know, because of our jobs, right? Like without, without, without this, we're like, you know, we're (laughs) out of business, you know, we're lost. We're, and we're out of business. So, you know, what are some, what are some tips? Like how do you, first of all, do you struggle with the screen time issue? And then how do you sort of, you know, put up boundaries or, you know, do you, do you give yourself rules about screen time? And it's not only just for us, but then, you know, what our kids see, you know, they're with us all the time too. And they see us on our phones and that's obviously very tricky. Yeah, no, definitely. So I want to answer two things. One, I want to jump back to what you were saying about being the older friend in your friend group. I am also the oldest for the most part in out of my friend group. I'll be 44 in March. And many of my other content creator friends are barely 35. And so it's interesting because then you could help them out from both like professionally and creatively and from a parenting perspective. And then, you know, you're 10 years ahead of where they are. And so it's interesting. So I relate to what you were saying there very much. They help me with creativity things because with the onset of video, like I didn't start out as a video person. I started out writing quippy one-liners and like, I'm really good at quippy one-liners. Like, I started out as Dora the Explorer on Facebook. <laughs> yes, exactly. And now I have to sing and dance. No, that's not what I'm about. Um, And so they helped me with that sort of thing because I, I always thought that there's sort of like pre and post pandemic social media. And I'm a pre pandemic social media person. All of like the awesome talented TikTokers that came out of the pandemic or like the post, you know, pandemic social media. And they're super talented. And I'm like, give me some of that talent. Like, it's just not what my level of expertise is. And maybe partly because of my age or comfort level or whatever it happens to be. So what you said, like deeply resonates with me because I feel that. I absolutely feel that. So I just had to say that. But going back to my own boundaries with social media, um, I don't know if you know this, but on Instagram itself, there are parameters that they set up if you go into the settings and you can select how much time that you spend on social on Instagram a day and in how also and how much you spend time in a particular sitting. So I'll give you an example. My settings are currently set to if I'm scrolling for more than 10 minutes at a time, I will get a a dialogue box that pops up and says time for a break question mark. And then you could choose to click not now, or you could choose to just like, you know, shut your phone down and just walk away and do something else. Um, And then when I hit one hour for the day, another dialogue box pops up and says, 
you have reached your limit and it says like time to close Instagram. And so again, you could either choose to click okay, or you could choose to ignore it, or you could choose to put your phone down and go do something else. Um, so I have set those parameters for myself because I learned those from meta professionals or meta executives themselves. Like I've been invited to to Meta actually twice. And they were like, these are the features. And most people don't know these features. And so I often take it upon myself to like teach parents that these features exist within the app. And they were actually not even done, you know, not even created for us, for me and you, they're actually created for the teenagers, mm -hmm. but it also translates very well for us as adults. Right. Because we don't want our kids to be doing this mindless scrolling. So then we have to sort of, you know, do the right thing. Yes. They're watching everything we do. Right. Exactly. So yeah. if you go into the settings on Instagram, you can set all of those parameters. Okay. Gotcha. No, that's so good because I didn't even, I didn't even know that. Oops. Most people but don't. Thank, that's yeah, I know. Why. Thank you. I know. No, that's super helpful. So what platforms are you loving right now? I know you love Instagram like I do. Um, but are there other platforms in 2024 that you're excited about, that you're keeping an eye on, that you're into? Tell us about some of your own social media habits. My favorite one right now is Threads. Yes. Threads I noticed that you're on there. Fills me with so much joy because for me, it comes full circle. It came full circle. When I got started, Instagram was a lot of like, like I said before, quippy one-liners and you know, text quotes and memes and that sort of thing. And that's where I thrive. That's really where I got my start, not doing, you know, skits or anything on, on TikTok or on Instagram. And so now with the introduction of threads of like, this is it, this is me being me. And, and you're going to really see me as myself, mostly on threads more than just about anything. And not only is it just like, oh, me being me, but it's such an authentic way to connect with people. People are really hungry for that. They're really hungry for the connection in a way that you're simply not getting on the other platforms. Okay. So you're really into threads. How are you? I am. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. How are you feeling about TikTok these days? So I am not heavily on TikTok. I actually removed it from my phone about a year ago. And then only I don't know, maybe two weeks ago, I put it back on my phone because I needed to like upload some videos like from my show. But I am not big on TikTok, honestly, I have to say, because I'll tell you why, because you spend too much time on it. And then next mm -hmm. thing you know, you're like, oh my gosh, like 30 minutes went by and I could have been doing something else. And so I'm a firm believer of like, you should always be creating more than you're consuming. Mm -hmm. And when I'm on TikTok, like that's just like simply not the case. Yeah. Say that again, Tara. I think you that's important. It is. You when when you are on social platforms, you should be focusing more on creating than consuming. I feel like we all need that. Like we need that on repeat. Like say it louder for the people in the back. Yes. I tell myself that oh. more often than you know, Nina, because when I, I am blindly and mindlessly scrolling Instagram, and many times we do it for inspiration. Oh, well, what are like the trending sounds? What are people doing right now? Yes, that is important to know sort of the zeitgeist of what's happening. 
But at the same time, it stifles your own creativity because you're so busy looking at everyone else that you're not having your own original thoughts to do things. Mm -hmm. One of my very good friends, she's a very popular content creator, and she says she never really looks at things. She's just in her own lane. She says she's like a horse with blinders on, and she's just doing you know, what she wants to do for her message, for her audience, and it really works. And so I think that's, you know, excellent advice is just, you know, if you know what your message is and you have like such like a clarity of, of your vision and then of your mission, then just go out and do it and don't worry about, you know, the trending audios and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But- that's, that's so good. I want to like play this back to myself like 8,000 times. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But you know, know. that's why Here I have to tell you. The trending audios, right? Exactly. And so what I love about threads is that it's easier to interact and it's mm-hmm. easier to make content because it is just written, right? So, you know, with Instagram now, you have to like make a video with the audios and all that kind of stuff. There's, it's so much more labor intensive. Whereas with threads, you could just be kind of casually scrolling, seeing something that you agree with. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to cheer this person on. Congratulations for beating cancer. Congratulations for hitting 5,000 downloads on your podcast. The vibe on threads is at least where I am right now is so Mm -hmm. positive. And it's like, I just want to stay there forever because the other platforms are not necessarily the same way. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. TikTok, especially there's so much more hate on TikTok that I have seen that it's crazy, but tell me about like back to your community. What do you think the moms that follow you, what are they looking for with your account? Are they looking to you know, do you find you do well when you're making them laugh, when you're giving them advice? Like, what is it that they are looking for from you? I still entertainment. On, I mean, yeah. it, maybe it's a combo, right? It, it is sort of a combo because I, I often sort of play around with them like, oh, here's a, a cooking recipe video. Oh, here's something funny. Here's something inspirational. Um, I find just based upon the data that comedy by far does best it, And then second to that would probably be inspirational quotes where Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you're not alone in this. You're a great Mm -hmm. mom. Don't worry. Um, So yeah, between comedy and inspiration are definitely my two highest things, but not that long ago, I put out a survey saying like, what would you like to see? Do you want to see, you know, funny memes, funny videos, recipes, how to's hacks, that kind of thing, uh, or all of the above. And then you know what one? All of the above. All of the above. Yep. <laughs> which like, which helps me, but like didn't really help me in that in that survey. Maybe I should have like left that one out. But I mean, it just goes to show that people want the smattering of things. It's not mm-hmm. all one thing. And that at least sort of- it validates that you're doing what they want, right? You're doing sort of all of it. Mm-hmm. Which is great, right? Yes, right, exactly. I'm sure people ask you this all the time when it comes to advice, but what is your best advice for new moms? Because I know a lot of moms, you know, new new moms probably find your account or find your podcast or they find your book. And, you know, they're probably like, I mean, <laughs> you and I have been through the trenches now. Yeah. I'm ahead of I'm a little bit ahead of you with a 15-year-old. But um, you know, what is your best piece of advice for new moms? Ask for help. Don't sit alone in silence and whether that's if you're su- suffering from uh, depression or anxiety or uh, you're so tired that your brain is on fire and you need help with changings and feedings and all of that kind of stuff. Don't be afraid to ask for help. People sometimes are like, oh, I don't want to look weak. I'm worried that the baby's going to get taken away. I, I don't want to bother my husband. I don't want to bother my parents. It's like ask for help. 
That's so important, right? Oh my gosh, I know. So, so important, especially if, you know, you're having a hard time and the lack of sleep is like, makes you nuts. I mean, it's just- That's really what it was. I I literally felt like my brain was on fire. And you do feel so isolated. Like you were saying earlier before that people are feeling, moms feel isolated. I do feel like that, especially in the beginning, that it's, it's fairly isolating. It's not until you get a little bit more, I don't know, maybe it's like you need that confidence boost as a new mom that like, you can do this, you know, it's almost like you've got to like give them that boost, you know, as the moms with older kids that we can sort of show them that you can do it, you know, you can do it. And it's also helpful to once your children obviously start school, because then you're starting to meet parents from school or through daycare or whatever it happens to be. And so I definitely suggest getting out of the house when you can getting Mm -hmm. out of the house, like even with the children, have a meetup at the park. It, It was very isolating when my son was young and it was, it was very lonely. And like I said, I lived in New York city. There was 8 million other people. Like there was no excuse for me not to meet up with people, but, um, we met a lot of people at the park. And so that was a a big thing. So it was like, get out of the house. Like don't, um, sit in it as, as long as you may be, you know, yeah, to. no, that's so important. That's so important. So tell me a little bit with, with your son right now as an 11 year old, what, what are the challenges? What's, what's motherhood looking like for you these days? Obviously it's very different than when we were new moms. So now that you have a teenager, you know, how is it, how is that going? What are you guys tackling in your house these days? What are the issues? So obviously screen time is always a big concern, but I do have to say that we've set up really good boundaries with him recently because it had been a struggle for a while, but now we, we finally have good boundaries in place where if I tell him, Hey buddy, you have another 15 minutes. And if he's FaceTiming with his friends and they're playing a game together, he says, okay, guys, I got to go in 15 minutes. And he doesn't balk anymore. It used to be more of a struggle. He used to be like, Oh, please. Oh no. Oh, this and that. Oh, they stay up later. And now he's like respecting the boundaries, which is awesome, which is a fantastic place that you want to be in, but you have to build up to that. I mean, at least in our family, it didn't happen overnight. So it's a lot of conversations. It's a lot of negotiations. It's a lot of, you know, trusting each other and understanding. And so that was a big thing. Can I tell you what our newest situation is with yes, the school staff? Yes, do tell. Tell me more. So there's a girl who likes him, which is fine. And now she's started to be very possessive over him. And now she's starting to say, okay, love you. Bye. And it's like, mm, it's hard because you want him to have friends, but you don't want him to have a girlfriend who won't let him talk to anyone else. And who now is sending text messages saying, love you. Mm. Oh, Tara. This That's is tricky. So, so tricky. This is hard <laughs> because he's so he's only 11. He's young. He just turned 11. And, and she, remember what they said, Tara, bigger kids, bigger problems. I know. I know. As we were, uh-huh. my husband and I were talking about this yesterday. We were like, oh, remember when things were easy? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it was a long so, time ago. It was a long time ago. So we did sit him down yesterday and we had a very open conversation. The good thing is, is that we're a very close family mm-hmm. and my son knows that we approach us in a way that we're not coming from judgment, that we are open-minded and we're not judging him or his friends or anything like that. So, so we just need to you know, 
speak respectfully to each other. And we explained like, you know, it's not appropriate for her to sign off saying, I love you every night on a text message. It's not appropriate for her to tell you that you can't talk to any other girls, that you can't be friends with other girls who you've been friends with for years. And now all of a sudden she's putting up a wall saying like, you can't talk to her. You could only talk to me. I just want to hug you all day. Like it's not, it's not appropriate. You're 11. And she only just turned 10 like a month ago. She's like very young. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that's tricky navigating. Yeah. Just when you think you've like nailed this mothering thing, just it's like it humbles you so fast. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> it really I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm the best mom. I totally know what I'm doing. And then all of a sudden you get something like that and you're like, oh my gosh, I am so clueless. What do that's, I do? That, that's exactly how my husband and I were feeling yesterday. Cause like there's so many like highs and lows and like yeah. lately we've been in like in a really good place. Like he's yeah. doing well in school and he's like thriving and they're like, we're like, yeah, we got this. He's got this. We've got this. Like, we're in a good place. And then all of a sudden, this girl comes out being like, I love you. We're going to get married and you can't talk to anyone else except for me. And I'm like, no, no, that's that's a red flag. These are red flags, my friend. And so we had to explain to him about that. And he's like, yeah, I guess I see where you're coming from. And so. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? You know what I would say with all of this stuff that you've been talking about with with you guys and and your son? I think the most important thing is communication, because it's not just that you guys are close. It's that you guys, you know, you guys are talking and, you know, he feels that you guys are a safe place to share you know, you have that communication. I feel like that's so important. It's one of those things that I like keep forgetting to like go back to. It's like communication is so key. It's not just, it's like key in motherhood. It's key in business. It's key in a marriage. It's key with friendships, communication. So I think you just sort of like nailed that right there with the communication and you immediately went and had to sit down and talk about it. Right. Because that's, I don't know. I feel like communication is just so, so, so important in all the things. It is so important. I always say too, like awareness is so important. So what we had to do was to bring awareness to him that this behavior might not be the most positive behavior. It Mm -hmm. may be inappropriate behavior. We just had to explain to him in a certain way so that he, he understands, you know, he's still learning how to be a person, Mm -hmm. let alone now having to like learn how to be a partner to somebody, you know, and he's a child. He's just, he's just a little guy, you know? So it was, um, it threw us for a curveball yesterday, but you know, it's interesting. I recently read a book called underestimated and it's about the wisdom and power of teenage girls. And it's a great book, especially if you have a teenage daughter. Um, yeah, that's, (laughs) that's what I was saying. That was written by a woman named Chelsea Gooden. And, um, In it, she says the whole thing to speaking with teenagers in general is not approaching them with judgment. Mm. And that's why they open up. She's a mentor. This woman, the author, is a mentor to teenage girls in the Los Angeles area. And I said, how do you get people to open up to you? And she said, if you put all the judgment aside, they will open up to you. And so Mm -hmm. that's the best advice, I think, for tweens and teenagers is that 
of course, maybe in the back of our mind, we're having some judgments, but like, don't let, let on to that, you know, like approach them with an open mind and they will open up to you. And that's how you build the trust in the relationship when you have teenagers. Oh my gosh. It's so true. No judging. Um, Okay. So really quick, what does your son think and your husband, like, what do they think of your, your social media world of modern mom probs, your community? What do they think? Uh, my son thinks it's very cool. Okay. He wants to do something similar. He's uh, set on being a YouTuber. Love he, it. <laughs> that's what he wants to do. Um, so we'll see how how that goes. But I told him, like, I'll help him. Like, anything you want to do, buddy. Like, I have experience. You need me to edit. Like, whatever you want me to do. The world is yours. Uh, I am yours for for the using. Um, so he thinks it's very cool. And my husband thinks it's cool, too. I mean, also, okay. like, I probably vent to him. A lot. And so he's probably like, okay, Tara, that's enough. But then I've been to my friends and then he doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah. He thinks it's very cool. Oh, it's awesome. It's so good. So what do you have ahead for you in 2024? What what new, new and exciting things can we expect from you in 2024 with Modern Mom Probs? Yeah. So I'm speaking at Alt Summit in Palm Springs, California in early March. So I'm excited about that because I'm speaking about content creator burnout which is something that's really important to me. I I spoke um, about that. First and foremost, you've got to tell everyone about all your Instagram tricks about the, (laughs) you know, putting the, putting, going into settings and part of it. Yeah, because do all it's that. important. It's like we're on a hamster wheel where you're yes. constantly having to create content and, and you as a person becomes a brand. There's just so much that goes into it. So much that goes into it. And so uh, I'm speaking at Old Summit and then I'm also speaking at Mom 2.0 in April. And that one is about building your online community. So I'm doing a couple of speaking oh my games God, early right in up this your alley. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I have some of those things going on. And then as I don't know, for the rest of the year, I don't know, I have to come up with something good. Well, your podcast casting. I do. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for reminding. Yes. And that's Uh, sort of new to you, right? I mean, newish. Newish. Yes. So I really, how I got started with that is I was doing a lot of Instagram lives. Like every week I was doing an Instagram live. And then eventually I was like, oh, you know, what would make more sense than an Instagram live is doing a podcast. And so that's how that started. And, um, and I love it. And I love chatting with people and I love interviewing and I love being a host. And so I started the podcast April of 2022. And, um, so we're approaching two years now and I'm also approaching a hundred episodes, which is exciting. Yeah. Oh my God. Congratulations. That's so awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. It's a lot of fun. I, I, I probably love that. I mean, I love social. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm really loving the podcast just as much as I'm loving threads lately. Yes. Well, it's so great because we can go a little deeper. You know, it's like you, um, you know, and people are going to be listening to this on their walks or their commute or whatever it is. And, you know, you're in their earbuds. So you're really connected with them, which is so awesome. So from one podcaster to another, I've just say bravo to you. That's so awesome that you're doing so well. So tell us where we can all follow along. Obviously, (laughs) give us all your handles. We know you're really into threads. We're going to be all over that with you. (laughs) Follow me on threads. No, but I'm really big into branding, right? So anywhere that you can find Modern Mom Probs, that's it. So Modern Mom Probs on Instagram, Facebook, threads, TikTok, although I'm not really there. Uh, Listen to my podcast, Modern Mom Probs. Uh, I have a book out. It's called Modern Mom Probs, a survival guide for 21st century mothers available wherever books are sold online. Uh, and I have the style box, as I mentioned, also modern mom style box. So like I said, it, it's a, anything underneath modern mom problems. You're going to find me. I'm your girl. 
Okay, I love it. All right. Well, Tara, so good to connect with you and have you come on and share all your good news and all your good advice. I learned so much and I just want to say thank you again. Can't wait to keep following along with all of your content. I love it. Keep it up and keep us posted on how things are going with your son and his, his Valentine. Yeah, exactly. His special Valentine. Oh, man. So thank you so much, Tara. Thank you, Nina. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Remember, you can find Nina's Got Good News on iTunes and Spotify, also on Google Play, Stitcher, and Outcast. And now we are also on Pandora. Please be sure to subscribe. Also rate and review all her podcasts too. And be sure to share it with a friend. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community in the audio space. Please follow my mom on Instagram. Her handle is Nina B. Clark. Don't forget, Clark has an E at the end of it. For now, I'm Blaine Clark. Thank you again for listening, and let's just keep being awesome. XOXO.